0: chain attack i'm your host trevor and i'm currently in season like five of f2 manager or f1 manager and i win i've won one two every single race
2: all you so do far. is you're a machine and all you do is, is win races
3: that's right <laughs>
2: um i'm jay and i think that either josh and i have to do a wellness check on trevor sometime today because <laughs> i'm pretty sure that he's been kidnapped and he sent us his you know i've been kidnapped message please check on me <laughs> and
1: was the i've been kidnapped message uh, apparently i'm a morning person now it
2: was the uh we're not going to record at 9:30 at night let's do it at 6 a.m in the morning
0: <laughs> <laughs> I-, I woke up at 5:30 this morning <laughs> And so, and I will mention that this is my day off. I woke up at five thirty this morning um, and stared at the clock for like twenty minutes before I finally said, "I'll, dang it, I'll just get up."
2: Yeah, I mean, I I Probably. fell asleep at about one thirty or two and was like, "Sure, I'm glad I'm waking up in a few hours." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm Josh and I apparently need someone to come revoke my Kickstarter account again because
3: <laughs> the,
1: the junkie behavior has returned. Oh man. I'm just looking at the email about my pledge for mosaic wars and disasters, uh, which I backed at the full, I'm dangerous now. I've backed it at the full, you know, whatever the highest prize level is. That's all I do now. I'm like, if I see it, I go to the highest prize level. I click on it uh i have that coming i have oath sworn into the deep woods coming um i have the uh now i can't remember what it's called but did you see the one trevor that's like uh you make molds of monsters and and, and, it, and it's I a miniature did. game
0: i did yeah yeah so so how come you haven't backed queen's dilemma is that just because i backed it and you're like yeah. oh well the only place i'll play it is with
1: him that, that that is the only thing that has held me off so far is because you on the discord were like uh I backed it so you don't have to and I'm like <laughs> yeah yeah that's right I, hold tight to that
0: <laughs> I've been pretty bad about the Kickstarter as well lately um, I I've done similar thing basically I've avoided all the ones you've backed because I'm like well, uh, uh, the only place I'll end up playing that is with Josh so
1: oh the but other I, one I didn't mention which I I didn't technically back it on Kickstarter I I noticed it too late or whatever right and and so i went to one of those kind of aftermarket places uh-huh. and and b- again bought the i'm like w- what's the one that has all the bits and pieces and goodies give me that right and it arrived this weekend i've been drooling over it at home uh it's called john company it's the next game by whirlygit games who did pax premiere uh mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, see, I, think, I
0: can't believe you use Pax Premier as their, is there, like, this is the whole I'm holding this up as the example of what they've done. Well, because what of,
1: else have they done? Oh, you're talking about, like, Oath, and you're right. I, I should think of that. But, well, but this, what else has Whirly Gig done specifically? I'll have to look uh, at that.
0: Uh, well, that's fair, because I you're think right. His, the designer
1: has done Root and Oath, which are incredible games. Uh, but but I, I think the publisher hasn't done as much stuff that I can think of yeah as a matter of fact, this is only the second bu- game published Correct. by the specifically anyway, let me just say this about John company um it has a f- every every round has a phase where you
0: vote to pass a law. I'm like, please tell me more <laughs> and and why are we not playing that right now instead of recording this stupid podcast? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did finish reading the rule book late last night, so I can. It, anyway, it's freaking gorgeous. It's gorgeous the same way Pax Premier is gorgeous. It's, I think it's probably a oh, little more involved than Pax Premier in some ways. So does it have like clay pieces like Pax Premier? It, it does PAX... not have clay pieces. You're that it does not have.
0: It just has. Like I, a, I will a say that of India and like. Yeah, like Pax Premier has is gorgeous in a tactile sense that no other game. Like I just don't understand. I know why game's... even like achieved. Yeah. They don't really do those sorts of things. Like it has this cloth board that you roll out and is, is it looks almost like a, like it's hand cross stitch. I know it's not, it's, it's printed on there, but I mean, that's the feel you get is that you're, you're unrolling this hand cross stitch board and these clay pieces that like just feel more far more. I don't know why people don't use that material more often than wood. I like it. It's far better than wood.
1: I agree. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I can only
1: imagine that there's an expense to it that, yeah it i'm sure like it's a yeah, choice
0: sure. right so
1: like anyway john company it looks amazing that the premise is that you are you play families who are part of the east india company right so i mean it's all the horrible exploitative colonialism of of early the early british empire or whatever and it's like you know you're getting your family members into different seats in the in the east india company and you know trying to basically get as much loot and success for your family as possible. But like it has that element where like the company itself can fail. And if it does, that's the end of the game. And like, you know, there are penalties to everybody for it, uh, you know? So like, it's
0: a co-op competitive.
1: It, it's mostly competitive. It just has okay. that element of like, you know, you could make decisions that, that, that sink the company and then everybody's going to pay the price for it kind of thing. But it's just interesting. Cause it's like, you know, you're going to be making decisions where like mul- multiple players have family members involved because like, you know, they're one of the f- one player has a commander of an army, but two it other players have of... family members in the army, you know, stuff like that. It reminds you of what?
0: I mean, what you're t- talking, what I'm hearing is found is like Founding Fathers.
1: It felt a lot like that, although I think it's not nearly as involved as Founding Fathers. Like, I think it, I think this is going to have a, a two to three hour playtime kind of thing you know. Uh
0: you're singing my song.
1: I know. I, <laughs> I I'm reading through the rules going. Oh man, oh man. So, yeah, I'm excited. That that's one that I'm glad the Kickstarter bug bit me again. Yeah.
2: So, I am officially uh the father of an anxious cat. What? <laughs> and
1: Tell
3: me more.
2: The the downside on this is that she uh um the way it's manifesting right now is that she's not peeing in her litter box. She's peeing on blankets. Not oh. on her bed current thankfully. Uh but yeah. So we, we took her to the vet and she's like, Yeah, there's nothing physically wrong with her and so now we have like we're we're like pumping our house full of calming pheromones and putting powder on her food that's supposed to calm her down and you know, etc. Is, et
3: is
0: this the rescue that was always a little skittish? Yes. Oh. is she she's just never really relaxed.
2: It's gotten worse. She did Oh jeez. Well, okay, so worse well, worse isn't she's peeing now when she wasn't before. Right, but I yeah. but the anxiety yeah. hasn't necessarily... I mean, there. she does like she's a little bit skittish if like we're walking Brian and I are walking around. Um but she'll still like she likes spending time with us, getting petted, etc. The the main thing is that one of our cats does she's warmed up to her now and she'll like groom her and they'll snuggle etc the other cat is like this interloper in my house i'm not okay with (laughs) the setting (laughs) is at
1: full despise
2: yeah and so she will chase her around the house oh shoot and um
0: do you think that's the biggest source of
2: it's it's either that and, and like when she gets cornered, the other cat will scream as though like she's in the process of being murdered. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's the other, the other potential part is, you know, Brian and I's travel schedule has increased a little bit lately. Um, and so um, it is possible that, um, you know, that it's, some of it's related to that as well yeah so
0: so do you try to separate them i mean you um, guys have a a kind of a a maze of a house in a way that you could give them plenty of room
2: yeah i mean the, the issue is part of the issue is that um like the well like all the cats want to be with us right first off and then also the, the new cat that's a scaredy cat. She also, like, there's sometimes where I'm like, why are you, why aren't you avoiding this other cat more? But, I um, mean, some of it is that before we only had one location for the cat boxes and one location for the food.
3: Mm-hmm. And so
2: now we have multiples of those. But also there's sometimes where it seems like she still wants to be friends with the other cat. And so she's like, hey, let's be friends or whatever. and And the other cat's like, what if no? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um let's see news from Discount Games Inc. Uh we will have uh um the the Battle Forces that are um new for uh the, the Christmas releases. We'll have those. I'm I'm not sure yet what Caps, if any, we're we're gonna have. So stay tuned for that. um And um I, so Monday, <laughs> Monday is supposed to be the date that um your new tables arrive. That no, right. that the new tables ship.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. ship! I see. Is this a is this a moving goalpost or?
2: Well, you know, so
0: <laughs> all shipping. When is I goalpost now.
2: Right, yeah. When I initially ordered them, before I ordered, I called the website and was like, you know, this is what your website says your the the window time frame is. Is is this accurate? And they're like, Yes, it's accurate. And so I placed the the order and they're like, um we're just a dropship company, uh and now they've changed their mind and
3: it's
2: <laughs> uh it's not it's it's whatever. Uh, it's, it's supposed to be 10 weeks. And so now they uh, – and so I did a follow-up earlier and was like, hey, is, is this on track? And they're like, yeah, unless we haven't heard any update that it's not on track. <laughs> and so <laughs> my expectation is that Monday is going to come and go. I'll contact them, and they'll be like, uh, yeah, let's. I'll, I'll get back to you. And then they'll be like, okay, yeah, the new – the new date is like six weeks from now. <laughs> Jeez, that's the new shipping date. That's that is my expectation. Oh, oh I got you. And we'll see. This maybe maybe I'm just going to be pleasantly surprised, and you know it's it's going to
1: uh, ship. But I do not believe this will. That be is good. always the potential outcome of a realist such as yourself.
0: So how many um, how many stinking magic players are you gonna be able to fit in there once you get all these tables?
3: Um,
2: without any type of crowding, um, fifty four.
0: Holy smokes! Yeah, I mean there's just there's gonna be remind me anytime there's, gonna be, there's a magic event, I just won't be around.
2: Sure, sure. <laughs> I mean there's there's gonna be there's gonna be nine tables, and so six per table uh, would be fifty four. Um, and ironically my 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 assistant manager and my manager they they came up with like a proposal on like the table layout and uh and it was like we're going to have tables for days everyone's going to be crammed in there butts to nuts and and I'm just like first off I'm not sure there's going to be very many events where we would get more than 54 and even if we could
0: yeah, why he's, would he's He's trying to be hopeful though like you'll get a, a sure. big event or something.
2: Yeah, I understand. But but Gameopolis is not big enough that you should have more than 54 players in there anyway.
0: Yeah, what's uh, the uh I mean what does the uh the yeah, fire I, marshal I have to say about that? Uh, <laughs>
2: they they have not uh given an opinion.
1: <laughs> what does the fire marshal I have to say about it? Oh, but yeah,
2: but it would have been like you know crappy walkways and you know et cetera, and so right
1: i'm over here just still trying to process the phrase butts to nuts because that's funny
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: have you never heard that before i don't think i
1: have
2: uh-uh. oh that's...
0: okay <laughs> <laughs>
2: josh leads a uh a sheltered life a
0: non-butts to nuts life <laughs> a
2: cleaner life than us <laughs>
1: Also, I generally try to avoid uh, situations where it would be butts to nuts, too.
0: I thought you were a political guy. Isn't that what all of them are? They uh, you in as tight as they can and try to get money out of you?
1: I guess that is true at times, but usually you can at least keep people a handshake away.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, um, we're, we're going to potentially do uh, one, maybe two. We'll see pitches today um so the first one we're going to start off with is uh the show for all mankind
1: oh my gosh i'm so excited so i can take this
2: i feel like the biggest um the biggest issue with recommending this to someone is that most people just aren't going to have the service that (laughs) this is on (laughs) That, is true. that
0: so, is true. So I think the question of the day is going to be, why should I watch this while I've got my uh, Apple Plus subscription for Ted Lasso? Cause, for Ted cause... Lasso
1: Season 3, right? Is that where you're going to have it yeah. again? Yeah, yes.
0: Yeah. I'm not, I, mean, I wasn't because necessarily it's a... speaking for me. I was speaking for everyone listening, because everyone listening is probably in the same boat.
1: Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's that's a good point. I mean, my quick answer is because it is – it's the perfect palate cleanser for the laughter and joy that Ted Lasso will give you. <laughs> <laughs> because for all mankind, will give you drama and hate.
3: <laughs> so so
0: let me let me ask you a couple of questions before we even get started. Yes. Okay. Yes. Question question one: Are there any characters to like? Because if oh, there yeah. are no characters, oh, to yeah, like, yeah, then, yeah, right. Then I'm out straight away. And
1: ironically, it won't just kill the characters that you like out of the gate. What do you mean out of the gate? I'm just saying, like, you know, that's what I feel like Game of Thrones does. Is just like, hey, look at this character. He's he's potential good guy.
0: Just kidding.
3: He's dead. <laughs> uh,
0: okay. Um, I'm I'm skeptical cuz you're telling me not out of the gate which means that it's going to be like they're going to really like i'm going to well, i'm going to love a certain character in season 4 they're going to be like
3: curse mash
0: Actually i i am surprised and i i want
1: to get jay's feeling on this because especially after season 3 jay uh i have some concerns about the level of plot armor on a couple of the main characters <laughs> one in particular who See, I want Trevor to watch it because I want to know his feelings on some of these characters so badly.
3: Oh,
0: I'll watch it, but it won't happen until I know, until till
1: season, season three. I get it. I get it.
0: So I, I uh, have no desire. Let to me sign say up this, Trevor. I to top encourage them. My
1: top three favorite <laughs> characters have survived three seasons now. Okay. And and I I will be excited to compare notes with Jay on those uh, favorite characters. My most hated characters. I don't know if one of them has died yet. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> but I really want her to. <laughs>
2: um, okay, so let's... We should start done, with what the show is. Let's, let's begin yeah. at the beginning for once. That's, go to I, I guess it's too late for that. <laughs> but uh, elevator pitch, what is For All Mankind,
3: Josh?
1: Uh, Alternate history where the Soviets beat the United States to the moon. They were the first... Country to land on the moon and what comes from the fallout for that. Uh, it mostly is following NASA alternate history NASA and characters from NASA. Uh, it so it's part of what I think is so delightful about it, especially in the first season, is it rolls in like actual historical footage, you know, and it mm-hmm. makes nods to historical events. Like my favorite one in the first, I think it's in the first episode, is like because the Soviets beat the u.s to the moon uh ted kennedy doesn't go to a party at chappaquiddick which means that you know the intern that basically he killed in a car wreck doesn't get killed and his political career doesn't get you know lit on fire in the same way it did in actual history and like so it does stuff like that you know and so it has like you know, footage of Nixon, and in later seasons, footage of of Reagan, and you know, it's just, it's just, it's just clever to me. I think Jay described it best once when we talked about it, as it sort of takes the Forrest Gump approach. Okay. Um. Anyway, it's, but it's I mean,
2: not it's not necessarily like a single person, obviously, who's <laughs> threading through everything.
1: Um. But so yeah, I have a I have a question. It has it. a huge cast, right? Go ahead,
0: Trevor. So is is the does the first episode open up with that with the Russians yeah. landing on the moon? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's the start. That's the start. Correct. Yes. Right. My initial um, I guess impression was that like that was the first season or something. That was, oh, to the moon. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's the, the Russians are landed have landed on the moon.
2: moon. What are we going to do? <laughs> yeah. Go. yeah. 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 Um, and it does one of the things that I enjoy with it is that it take it just does kind of slight twists on what um, what happened in our world to different things that could have happened and I it's, it's, this is probably not going to uh, surprise Josh but but one of my my favorite um, twists that they did on this is um, in season three they they have a twist on uh, Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton and like him being impeached and all the stuff that comes out of this. And
1: I literally did not even think about the fact that that's what that is. Oh, oh you didn't No, that is hilarious. Yeah, you're right. That's, that is an amazing twist. Also probably one of my top three favorite characters.
2: Uh, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. (laughs) (laughs) So it is, it is interesting that, you know, a character that um, that you like quite a bit is, you know, kind of what's been uh, or, or, or is is involved, I guess. But anyway, um, I, I am curious, Josh. Um, the one of the one of the comparisons I made to you was um, with the Lady Astronauts. Yeah, which, right. Which is um, also kind of an alternate history book.
1: Yeah, I mean, Lady Astronauts is alternate history, but starting even earlier, right? Like, it's still back in punch card technology times, and um, yeah, okay, well, so I think it's a fair comparison, Jay. It it is apt, and one of my most hated characters uh, is the most hated character because she essentially betrayed the Lady Astronaut formula. (laughs) Okay. I'm just going to say, that's all I'm going to say for now. We we can have a not we can have a spoiler discussion later where I tell you how much I hate her.
3: <laughs>
1: but uh, yes, but, I, I mean
2: I, one of the one of the things I guess one of the things that I like with it is that it does have it it, it like there's parts of it where it has the feel of like um, another I guess example might be uh, the movie Hidden Figures. Yeah, yeah. Or it has great it has themes about like either women or people of color that are trying to make um, a place for themselves in this uh, culture that is predominant predominantly doesn't include them.
1: Yeah. I think that is, it it does a good job of that. It is part of the fun, but like um, I can't remember. I was, I was pitching this to my daughters and I, and I actually, I was like, you guys know how you love Downton Abbey because of all the different characters. I'm like, "I, I probably overused Downton Abbey because one time I tried to pitch, the Walking Dead as Downton Abbey, but there's zombies. <laughs> but there's zombies. Okay. I mean, that's. So that, I'm just saying, like, for all mankind, feels like Downton Abbey, but it's it's in space, you know. <laughs> it, it involves NASA instead of uh, colonial uh, or, uh, oh, Okay. Okay. So,
0: I think there's probably a significant portion of our listeners who have not seen Downton Abbey. I'm I'm I've never <laughs> seen Downton Abbey, so sell it to me. What What does it do well? Uh, it has great character stories
1: you know drama de- development between i mean there's a couple of the twists like again the reason that one of my ca- characters is the one of the characters is my most hated character is she makes a relationship choice that i'm just like I-, I will find you and i will burn you you are so terrible right now and, uh, <laughs> yeah, you, and so it has that get, kind of drama you know you like, do
2: get invested enough in the characters that you actually care about the choices that they're making
1: yeah that's a good way to say it right and it's cool because across three seasons it spans it does time jumps uh, I, I, and i don't yes, mean like back and forth i mean it's like yeah it's like i think it's about a 10-year jump between each season isn't it jay which you would yeah. kind of need for a space story you know that's that's about
2: it's going over decades
1: yeah technology advancing and so it's it's kind of cool to see some of these characters and then you know you're seeing their kids growing up in the next season and then you know so on and so forth and so it does all that just really well i mean it it, yeah just i think the way you described it jay it really just it's it's easy to become invested in some of these characters and even some of the like minor characters i mean my probably second most hated character is one of the minor characters i think i hate her so much though is it? Does it
0: have too many characters? Because one of the things that Game of Thrones did sometimes was have so many characters that I basically had to go to the wiki to figure out mm, how long I ago had so. how long ago had I seen this character? Who yeah, are yeah. they? You know, there was times I think where I'm like, "That's a fair
1: question, Jay." Well, I want to hear Jay's answer to that first. No, I don't. I don't think so. I I think that it maintains enough of the familiar characters that the all you know the additional supporting characters you don't feel overwhelmed by them.
0: Okay. Cuz that that is a little bit of a pet peeve of mine. If I have to go to a wiki to understand your TV show, you've gone too far.
2: Yeah. Another another thing that I will So, another thing that I will say in the favor of this show is that uh you know, Apple just has a ton of money.
1: Oh my gosh, that is so true.
2: And, you know, there's there's some Apple show. I I, I, I can't even remember the name of, of this show, but I told you about like, you know, this TV show that was about an alien invasion on Apple and the production quality was amazing. But the story sucked. <laughs> and but in this show, the story is amazing and the production quality is amazing. And it's obvious that they've that this show has a rather large uh, budget budget.
1: Yeah. 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 And, that's and that it's, true.
2: It's. In this case, it is uh, well-spent, in my opinion.
1: Invasion, I think, is the name of that show. Yeah, Invasion. Actually, uh-huh. Jay, that you were yeah. talking about. Yes. Yeah, it's interesting because, like, For All Mankind held my interest better than Foundation did. Like, I've never, I oh, haven't yeah.
0: finished Foundation. Yeah.
1: And and there's only, isn't there only one season of Foundation?
0: D- did either of you watch yes. Finch on Apple TV? Finch? No. Uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me probably not. It, it, it's 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 a tom hanks movie um the, the oh has a, a i was robot. interested
2: in it but um brian it was one i was gonna have to watch on my own because brian
1: is in a anti tom hanks phase ah uh, is it oh it's post-apocalyptic geez how did i not watch this trevor i i don't know i i really enjoyed it um actually i'll tell you how i didn't watch it it's because it's a movie <laughs> okay. I'm like sorry. i can convince myself to watch you know 10 hours of a show in one hour bits but an hour and a half for a movie psh, it's a bridge too far although <laughs> finch looks like it's longer than that finch is like two and a half hours oh no two hours yeah that's whoof. that's awful long for me
0: <laughs> so i um i only watch two things on or three things on apple TV. um i watched ted lasso i watched finch and i watched Greyhound so tom hanks and ted lasso (laughs) how can anyone not like tom hanks i
1: I mean sometimes he says things i'm guessing
2: it's yeah it's it's mostly that he's he's ready for uh someone new
1: oh Mm. he's wore out i got it Kyle, i'm gonna have to was the movie good was finch good um i thought it was fantastic yeah was greyhound good also by the way um, so I, feel like I, I can get my wife to watch Greyhound because isn't liked, it like
0: hi- historical? I liked it a lot. So I did not care for it quite as much as maybe um Jay did um yeah, but it, it's good. It's just for whatever reason, it just didn't quite as resonate as much with me, which it probably should have. I mean, it's Tom Hanks, it's a war film. Uh, I mean yeah, you seem like the target audience on that bad boy. Uh, it was it was alright. It what? It was alright. I it it's not like. It wasn't revolutionary. It was but it was Yeah, it's no saving private, Ryan. Yeah. It's a different war movie with a different Tom Hanks in it.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Duly noted.
0: But yeah, I I mean it's it's pretty good. I um I enjoyed it. There were parts to it that were somewhat slow I felt like.
1: Man, when I open up the list of Apple TV shows, it stuns me. Why? Because what human being will ever <laughs> Time to watch all of this stuff.
2: (laughs) I mean, that's part of why, you know, it's so, I don't know. Yeah, it's, there's, there's so much stuff now that you can watch. Yeah.
1: Well said. There is so much stuff.
2: And it's also, I mean, you guys probably aren't even aware of this, but, um, so Disney did their earnings call, uh, just this week. As one does. Mm -hmm, Yeah. mm -hmm. Um and it it actually was the end of their fiscal year as well. Um and they did like significantly worse than uh what the market was predicting. And so their stock is like at a um like all time low for like a a really long time. Um and and part of the reason why it is uh they perform so poorly or whatever, but like just in the last quarter uh, Disney lost 1.5 billion dollars on cow. Disney Plus. So,
0: is I mean, is that just because they're investing so much in it and not getting as many subscribers as they were hoping? I guess um, I don't understand well, why I they're mean, losing so much money.
2: Yeah, the so part of it is that for a long time, um, like when when Netflix's stock was was so crazy high, um, it the the main thing that um the that Wall Street wanted to see was like an increase in subscribers. And and there was like this concept that like, for example, Netflix is just gonna keep growing so many subscribers that eventually Forever. it's going to mature into this, you know, amazingly profitable machine and and Netflix actually does um is one of the few companies, streamers that's profitable right now. Um and so for example, Disney they've been They they set their price super low initially, um, and they've spent a lot of money on making content. And so in the kind of following what Wall Street wants of like we're we're just going to be acquiring customers, and then once we have the hook set, we'll start slowly raising the price, et cetera. And so and then Netflix two or three quarters ago for the first time ever didn't have subscription growth and so their stock price took a big hit because wall street was like oh wow you mean they might not have just infinite growth forever and you know maybe we need to be worried about what their profitability actually is and so um yeah i mean that's that's kind of the
0: is this the point where i insert the meme um where they they talk about um cable tv and everyone's pirating movies? And then Netflix comes along and everyone stops pirating movies because they can get it from one streaming service. And then all of a sudden there's a bajillion streaming services and everyone goes back to pirating again. Because <laughs> that, the that is too the many part streaming of the story services. we're in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and people have stopped. All of a sudden, I mean, I haven't looked at torrents in years because I, ha- that I have no need. But all of a sudden people are like, you know what? Screw this. I'm not going <laughs> to... I'm not going to watch for all mankind by by subscribing to Apple TV. I'll just pirate it because I don't want. I all I want to see is that one show. I don't care about the rest of the right. crap, right. you know. And we are back to the point where we were when Netflix is like, we're going to take over because we can provide you what you want, and you don't have to go through the hassle of dealing with computer viruses and figuring out how to make torrents work and and setting up your media server. You know, we're we're going back to that.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's to. I, I, I feel like I kind of answered your question, but to explicitly do so, a lot of the reason why they lost so much money is because they, yes, they have been ramping up content for their streaming service while while having a fairly low price. And, and their theory is that by 2024, there will be a convergence of enough added subscribers plus raised price that it's going to uh, be a profitable
0: service so so this was expected basically they expected to they, lose money they're, they they have okay
2: known that they that, I mean they've been I mean last last quarter they lost like 1.3 billion and so it's not like uh Disney plus has been profitable ever <laughs> uh they it's been losing money hand over fist for a long time but it's seen as the future of the company and so it is basically an acceptable uh business expense
1: So how worried should we be, Jay, uh, based on this shareholder news that we don't get a She-Hulk season two?
2: Um, I don't know the answer to that. (laughs) Jay, I come to this podcast
1: for speculation, not answers. Come on.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I, I haven't actually seen any news on She-Hulk. It did have a lot of people who hated it, but... I know,
0: yeah. All of my friends, like, outside of this small sphere... Um, all of my other friends hate it and I just I don't get it I don't understand I had the yeah. same conversation that we talked about on this show the the I can't stand it when she breaks the fourth wall and then I say did you did, did you not like it when Deadpool did it oh well yeah that was okay <laughs> <And> I'm like, <laughs> okay so why did it bother you when she did it and then all of a sudden this you could see the light kind of go on you know like oh I guess I don't know why <laughs> it's just it's odd to me, yeah,
2: I don't know, um <laughs> I don't know <laughs> um so Josh, what would i guess if you okay i'll I'll save that question. I'll go with this question instead. What would you say were the things that you uh enjoyed the most
1: about for all mankind uh, well, so let me start, i guess macro, which is that season two is my favorite of the three seasons uh favorite really three. yes really wait what is your favorite then uh the first or third i'm not sure between oh man ones. the third is my least but whatever they i feel like they try to do too much in the third um yeah i mean i just love i, I like f- here's the thing like they do an incredible job with like the score and then the writing is really well done right like some of the plot points are a ton of fun like uh i freaking I don't know if she's my favorite character, but like, I'll just say Margot. Like, it's, she's got to be my first or second most favorite character. Oh, wow. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and possibly even more so after the end of season three. Like, I freaking, oh, love wow. That wow. Character. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, yeah, and then it, it, I, again, it just—I just feel like it does such a great job of having these like human moments set against the backdrop of—I mean, what for me is sort of like memories of my child in a way, right? Like the space race. Right. I mean, I, watching for all mankind to me feels like I'm living in a, in a game of Twilight Struggle, right? Like it has the, just that ambiance. It has that Cold War feeling. It, you know, like. I mean, this this will maybe matter the most to Trevor, but like, it feels a little bit like the prequel to Red Dawn, you know? Like, and I it, what right wasn't the original Red Dawn? It was the Soviets, right? Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. you know, back when you loved to have the Soviets as the bad guys, right? Like, so uh, I'm
0: I'm interested. Do you feel like this would does it doing a good enough job that somebody much younger than us would enjoy it as well? I mean, we. We grew up in as children of the Cold War in the, you know, in the 80s watching the Challenger explode on TV. Um I,
2: I was actually just about to mention the Challenger and like I think they would still enjoy the show, but like it comes to the point in the timeline where the Challenger would happen, and they start talking about the Challenger and like I start feeling this anxiety because I yeah. don't want right. to experience again watching the challenger blow up because like in the third grade
0: yeah we were we watched it live
2: the challenger blew up and like are the they stopped school essentially and we just watched the news all day of the challenger blowing up and i'm just and it was like a traumatic experience <laughs> and so well
0: it's it's hard to express to people of a younger generation how traumatizing that was. Well, how, so things have changed. Like we have space shuttle launches all the time now or or rocket launches all the time. and, And most of the time they're not really televised. They're not a big deal. This was our return to space. Like we had been away for so long and like the the, the 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 space shuttle stuff was starting to become a big deal, and and all of these were televised and they were big news. And on top of that, they were sending a, a, teacher, a teacher into says. space. That's right. And so the schools were like they were on board. It was we talked about space every day and space exploration. It was throughout schooling. We were just we were being inundated with it, and they were so excited to show us all. And we sit down and we're little kids, you know, sitting in front of the TV. And and all of a sudden, you know, there is dead silence in the room as this thing that we've been discussing and talking about and been so excited explodes in front of our very eyes. Like, it, it's hard to, it is hard to, you know, convey that sort of emotion that, that we went through as kids to a much younger generation. I'm, I'm sure, you know, to the generation that is a little bit older than our kids, um, it's it's a, it's a similar thing to, to 9-11 in many ways. I mean, right. you know, not as many people died, but it had the same sort of stunning effect. Um, you know, but for my kids, uh they they don't they don't even get that. You know, they're so far removed from either of those things.
2: Yeah. I mean, to be clear, this is not I don't think this is really a show that like a teenage crowd or younger is probably mm-hmm. going to find that interesting anyway. Mhm. Um, yeah, I
1: mean, it doesn't do what Stranger
0: Things does, right? Like it doesn't make it familiar to them,
2: right? Well, and and a lot of it is is pretty adult oriented or themed stuff
0: that they're not going to um, have an emotional connection to.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know the family drama, they're not they're not going to connect to that the same way that we do. You know, like right. I mean that's the thing, Jay. Like one of the plot points in the first season was pretty uh, intense for me, right? And uh, sure. I, I still was like. True. I'm here for it all the way, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the way, that character has too much plot armor. <laughs> <laughs> by the end of season 3, I'm like, okay. By the end of season
2: 3, you're like I hate this person so much.
1: <laughs> well, it's the problem. I don't I don't hate him like a, but I'm just like sure. this is we've overplayed the plot
3: armor. I don't
2: armor hate
1: you. I'm just disappointed in you.
2: Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs> no, my biggest uh, My biggest issue with season two was that it's it was centered around two characters I just don't really care about.
1: But you didn't feel like it was a great way to, to treat them in the end of that season?
2: I did not think that they deserved a heroic send-off. <laughs> they were losers who should have just died in
1: ignominy. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I that's interesting I I guess I didn't feel like it was centered around them but I think that's because I connected to a couple of the other plot points in the season more than to that one you know sure so um like the plot point I, where I, 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 I don't
2: think this is hate
1: my most hated character
2: I, I don't think that this is um giving too many spoilers to to give kind of this brief overview but season one is is kind of uh, you know they beat us to the moon. How are we going to respond? And the immediate aftermath of that season two is kind of the goal is we're we're going to set up like a a permanent base on the moon, and who's going to do that first? And then the third season is kind of a a three way race on who's going to get to Mars first. And so that gives you kind of a a scope of the the stories that the the show's telling. So uh, I guess final question, Josh, what would uh if if you were pitching to this to someone um what would you say are the main reasons they should watch it or the main if like if if you like what if you like this you'll like this show or you know what i guess what are the what's your best arguments why someone should watch it
1: jeez i'm such a ter- i'm such a terrible pitcher why do we do this show <laughs> uh i think well i always say like if you love the movie apollo 13 you are gonna love for all mankind um and that's again pretty good, pretty good. I, that's probably true yeah it's pre- it's fair too don't you feel like yeah i would probably say so um and the other one so i actually haven't watched the show but like i feel like you get a little bit of a feel of like the west wing right because there's Political drama and machinations and you know like uh budget meetings. I'm kidding. There's not like budget meetings, well. <laughs> but there are what? occasional congressional hearings. And clearly, I love a congressional hearing. You know what I'm saying? And
2: West Wing's a little bit more optimistic than this show is. <laughs> is it? Let's just see. I
1: haven't seen West Wing.
2: So, oh yeah, uh, West Wing's very like kind of Oorrah. Uh It's 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 like. What a liberal dreams government should be like. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing, that's hilarious. All these noble,
1: yeah. Anyway, yes. Uh,
0: Anyway, Uh, now I I know why I've never watched it.
1: I would say those are two of my. Those would be two of my pitches. Like, and again, like if you just if you have any interest or you know take any delight in cold war era history like i Mm. just think it does such a fun job of yes it's alternate history but it still makes you remember some of the stuff there's even some there's like some between seasons like little mini vignettes that show you like here's what we did with the history in in the season of for all mankind and here's what the actual history was right which i thought was pretty cool stuff too you know like
2: I, it does have a podcast that goes along with it. I haven't listened to it, but I think that would probably be pretty interesting as well. Um, I guess one th- I, one word of caution that I will maybe throw out there as well is that there are definitely a fair number of points in the show where it feels like it's more of a, a slow burn. And so if that's not your jam, uh it might, might not work for you. I mean, I, I yeah, guess Yeah, that's
1: you... true, because the pacing, it, it, it does feel like it, it kind of gives you a slow burn, and, and then there will be episodes where you're just like, oh, man, like, buckle Everything, up. What's yeah, good?
2: all the buildup has, is finally culminating.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, and I think that's what I enjoyed about season two so much is the culmination. I was just like, I was in a damp sweat when it was all... Over. <laughs> I was just like exhausted <laughs> in a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But I guess that's be be aware of that. I guess because that is something that uh, I think is holds true for this show.
1: Yeah, well said.
2: All right. Well, uh, it, it sounds like you were already sold on on watching it before we did this show, Trevor. Is that true? When you when you
1: resubscribe, <laughs> did we week? unsell you? <laughs>
0: um, I would say that I'm. I was probably 50, 50. I'm probably still 50, 50. There's the problem is not the interest. It is the time. Yeah. Like the, the sheer number of shows that I have on my stack is just off the charts. You know, my my list on Netflix, for example, my watch list is just it's always like way, way long. And it never seems it seems like I'm always adding more shows than I'm than I'm taking off. So um, I think that there's a good chance I'll end up watching it by myself. Um, when Ted Lasso yeah, season is what three I would comes out, recommend. Yeah, I just don't. I don't think I have enough time to watch it with my wife. Although she probably would enjoy it and probably be interested in yeah, it. Yeah, probably. It's just I, there's just too much, too much on the stack. So.
2: All right. Well, let us know what you guys think of the show, and um, if you get a chance to watch it, let us know what what you end up thinking of it.